So uh, here we are uh, recording another great episode of the Black Equity Podcast. And there's this idea um, out here that there's going to be a stimulus package. And so I'm kind of interested in hearing what people's ideas are about this stimulus package that's supposedly coming. I don't know if it is coming or not. Um, I think they say it's between a thousand and two thousand dollars, and it could be people that are uh, making a hundred thousand dollars or less, or ninety-nine thousand dollars or less. So I guess I'm kind of figuring out uh, what everybody's thinking about that. Well, you know, what are your thoughts as far as uh, that amount? Is is there a need for a stimulus? How does that impact black business? How does that impact black culture? Uh, looking to, you know, have that, that dialogue with uh, everyone out there. So I'll kind of give my, my first impressions and then hear what other people have to say. So when I first heard about it, uh, I heard about there potentially being a stimulus package. And when I heard about it, it was supposed to be nobody who was a millionaire or making a million dollars or more would receive any type of benefits or anything like that. And so when I heard that, I said, okay, well, that makes sense. You know, of course, if you're making millions of dollars, there would be potentially no reason for you to have, you know, a thousand dollars coming to you. And so then a couple of days later, it changed to, well, if you are uh, making uh, more than $99,000, oh, well, you're not going to receive a check either. It's like, well, hold on now. (laughs) What's... Uh, what's going on. So I'm seeing a lot of different people are having that conversation. Um, and so I want to kind of weigh in a little bit and see how does that impact uh, black business? How does that impact black culture? Um, it is a thousand dollars enough. You know, wh- what is the amount that would be needed uh, to stimulate the economy? And what does stimulate the economy mean? Would a thousand dollars actually stimulate it? So let's kind of break this down piece by piece. And of course, please weigh in if you want to join in uh, on the live chat. Um, just let me know and uh, hop on. Um, but for me, here's what I'm looking at: is a thousand dollars enough to do something with? I mean, it can't hurt. I'm not sure if it's going to stimulate anything, but it, it can't. The thousand dollars cannot hurt; it can only help unless there's something tied to that thousand dollars that we're unaware of, like raising of taxes or having to uh, be taxed for that money. If there's something else that is tied to that, then of course we don't. Then there's no need for it. But if it's a legit a thousand dollars and there's nothing tied to it, and um, that there's no strings attached, I think it's a great thing. The question is, is if it's a thousand, if you make a hundred thousand dollars or more, you shouldn't be receiving it. And I think that's where it gets a little tricky. I feel like it shouldn't be a hundred thousand or more. I think it should be more like 250 or more. Because I mean, at a hundred thousand or more, if you're getting taxed at 35%, uh, you're you're bringing in 70,000 a year, maybe it's close. It's like right on that edge. And so I think whatever, whatever you decided to give, um, the, 
the the cutoff shouldn't be a hundred thousand. I feel like they're just doing that uh, to to cut down on the amount of people that they would have to pay. Um, but here's another thing: before they, this is weird. They said before that it was going to be a trillion dollar um, stimulus package. But then they, that was when they were talking about giving it to everybody who's under a million in annual revenue. Somehow I'm hearing it's a $2 trillion stimulus package. And magically, the uh, the people that are designated to receive the, the stimulus package has gone down because they've cut it from a million to under 100000 So it's kind of confusing how the, the actual stimulus package is going up as far as the number from $1 trillion. It actually started off in the billions. Then it went to $1 trillion. Now it's at $2 trillion. Uh, I'm not sure if it's even been approved yet. But it's weird that numbers are going higher as far as the amount that's going out, but then the amount of people receiving it is going down, and they're still at the one thousand dollar mark, so that hasn't gone up. So something's not quite quite adding up here. Uh, so we have a comment from B Reads. I think it should be at least five thousand dollars during this COVID nineteen period. I like I like the number. So what I, I guess what if we're in this situation room or if we're uh, deciding it, what for you, B. Reads causes you to say five thousand. You know, is there is there a reason for that number, or is it just uh, looking at the expenses or the amount that's being put out? I wonder where you're getting your five thousand from. When I first thought of it, I said I was trying to think of what would take care of most people's, uh, I guess, mortgage, rent. Um and basic necessities, like for one month period. That's what I'm looking at. Uh, mortgage or rent, and then the basic necessities for one month. Because you know you're you're hope, hoping you can stimulate it, and then be able in a month or so get everything back to normal, and then everything's good. You don't know, so you don't want to overstimulate and prepare for six months when it's not necessary. So I'm thinking. I'm thinking anywhere between $2,500 to $3,000 would be sufficient uh, for every person under a million dollars of annual revenue. Uh, And if we, and let's say we wanted to cut that down a little bit more, I would say under 250,000 of annual revenue. They say that to be in the 1%, you only need about $487,000 a year of annual revenue. So I'm thinking half of that number, because basically five hundred thousand uh, a year. I'm thinking half of that number is two fifty. So let's say everybody that's under two hundred and fifty thousand would receive roughly uh, two thousand five hundred to three thousand. Because I feel like that takes care of basic needs. That also should cover any rent, should cover any mortgage amount. It should be able to cover every single thing that you would need. Um, but I'm open to hearing other ideas. Um, 5,000 sounds great. Um, I know they have to justify, you know, why five, that's definitely going to take care of your basic needs. That's definitely going to take care of your mortgage or rent and, and some, because then now you're able to take care of your bills. And so I think it, it, it's justifiable. I guess I know the government's going to try to give you as least amount of po- as possible, uh, without breaking, uh, the bank per se. And so the least amount that they can give 
and it still be sufficient to actually stimulate anything to me the the minimum is two thousand five hundred to for it to like truly matter yes a thousand dollars would be i mean it's wonderful but to stimulate the economy i'm not sure that's what that thousand dollars would do and so when we're looking at this from a, a black equity standpoint and small business well this is important for small business too because I'm not I'm not sure what the stimulus package is going to have or isn't going to have, but I find it very weird that we're just talking about, you know, individuals, but how much are these small businesses going to receive? Is that part of the stimulus package? Is that part of that two trillion dollars? These are questions I would want, you know, answered. Uh, but tell me, what are you thinking? Uh, right now we are broadcasting live uh, on uh, IG as we are recording this episode of the Black Equity Podcast that will air, uh, we're going to put a special episode out tonight uh, with this recording uh, on the podcast. And we're asking uh, the question of how much is uh, needed uh, to stimulate the economy with this potential st uh, stimulus package that's coming out. How much do you think you should be receiving in order to stimulate the economy, and then let's kind of talk about why we believe that. I've stated that uh, it should be around. I, I believe the minimum should be about two thousand five hundred minimum, and I could see two thousand five hundred upwards to three thousand five hundred somewhere in that that ballpark. So we got a comment here from Love on Purpose. Two trillion is a drop in the bucket if we look at how much losses we have already encountered. That is true. That is true. The, the government is um, probably going to disagree because they're going to try to cut their job, at least supposedly their job. Their job is to manage the amount of, of, of cash flow that we have coming in and then to put it to use to create more opportunities for uh, the government. But of course, uh, not for the government, but for our economy. But of course, when we are in the middle of a crisis, I mean, you know, everything goes out, out the door. I do find this to be interesting. If two trillion is a drop in a bucket, let's say it is true love on purpose. If two trillion is a drop in a bucket, then what is the big issue about these reparations that we were talking about last year for uh, quote unquote descendants of those who were enslaved? I, that's a whole nother topic that we'll save for another episode. But if people were talking about like a $10 billion payout or a, um, a $50 billion payout, they were talking all these, these numbers, but wait, so for this it's 2 trillion and you're saying this is dropping a bucket. That may be true. May be very true. If that is true, then the whole reparations talk was really laughable because when they came up there, they were start off at a, a billion or two billion and they were like, oh, no, we couldn't dare just hand people money. I remember even Bernie Sanders was saying, you know, how how can we, you know, put, you know, checks in people's hands. But yet magically now the stimulus package is saying we're going to put checks in your hand. So I'm trying to figure out what the difference is, but I digress. And so what uh, uh, Love on Purpose was saying is two trends are dropping a bucket. If we look at how much losses we have already incurred, Love on Purpose also says, how will that even be distributed to where? That's my point. 
you know, where is this money going and who's deciding where this money is going? I know it's, it's supposed to be voted on by Congress and it's supposed to be, you know, kind of deliberating of, you know, if this is, you know, viable and uh, is, is, is this something, you know, feasible. But I'm looking at this $2 trillion and then I'm looking at $1,000 per person and I'm like, something's not, the numbers aren't making sense here. The, the numbers aren't adding up. You're not really trying to put money into people's hands. I mean, if you put a dollar into somebody's hands, then technically you've put money into somebody's hands. So you can say, well, yes, we did put money into people's hands. We did do what we said we were going to do, right? But are you really stimulating anything by doing that? Are people really going to be able to take care of the things they do? And so then here's the other thing that I've noticed. They keep bragging, they being the government, the administration, they keep bragging saying, well, hey, hold on. You know, we're going to suspend things for the next 60 days. So you won't get any type of, you know, pushback on that. Like, for example, oh, well, we'll push the deadline back for IRS. And, oh, well, you know, there shouldn't be any type of uh, foreclosures or anything for these 60 days. Yeah, but... It needs to be 60 days beyond this moment. Like, okay, you're, you're saying, well, during this period, we won't, um, there won't be any type of fees uh, for uh, filing your taxes late, or there won't be uh, any type of foreclosures or uh, going through the process of taking your home. But people have to get back into the swing of things once they, once this thing is over. Right. But those same people may not even have jobs when they get back. Cause some of those businesses may have shut down. This, this could, this could wipe out businesses as we know it. And they're going to have to restart back up. It, it's not. And, and then they were talking about, uh, you not some States are saying that you're not going to be able to, um, evict people and things like that for during this time period. But as soon as that time period is over, people are going to evict. People are going to foreclose. And people are going to, that's how people make money is by pushing people out and bringing people back in. So my argument is, you're not, first of all, you're not sending enough money. If if what you say is the reason for sending the money, then it's not enough. Are we okay with receiving money? fine yeah sure send send money that's wonderful you know government for sending money that we've already paid in taxes that's awesome we appreciate that but if then if your reasoning for sending that money is to stimulate something that is bs and it's bogus we got to call that out because a thousand dollars is not going to stimulate anything it will be helpful it'll be wonderful we we accept that we are grateful stimulate no two then okay you're giving this thousand dollars Two, now you're, you're saying, well, during the 60-day window, you know, let's kind of pause things. But during that 60-day window, there's going to be a lot of people who get swept away by this thing. During the 60-day window, there's going to be a, a mass of people who are just starting businesses and just got taken up by this tidal wave. There's new businesses popping up every day. And... As after the 60 day window, what's going to happen is everything's going to go back to where it was. At least that's what they're hoping where, you know, it's dog eat dog. We're going to take you out. You didn't pay your rent. You get evicted. You didn't pay your mortgage. You're going to get foreclosed on. They're going to do exactly what they've always been doing. 
and all this is just like a Band-Aid. Oh, well, during this period, everything will be, everything will be fine. It'll give you plenty of time. But we don't even know how long this is going to be happening for. So that's, what, that's one of my concerns is a lot of this is just fluff. If, if, we're, if, we're, just, if we're being honest, a lot of this is uh, politics as usual, where, where it's going to sound good on the microphones. It's going to be cool because we are sending money, quotations. We're sending money. Everybody calm down. It's to keep everybody calm so they don't rush to the banks and take out all their money. It's, it's to keep everybody calm so they can figure out this thing. It's to calm the, the herd calm everybody down so nobody freaks out because they can say they're sending money they can say everybody's fine for the next 60 days so everybody's chilling trying to wait this thing out and then they look up 60 days have passed and nothing not much maybe have changed we don't know maybe in two weeks things have changed i don't know but i have a, a sneaky suspicion that uh, during this time frame, people weren't, haven't been able to get back into the swing of things yet. And the same people that supposedly were safe are going to be the, the first ones in line when it's, not, when it's, when it's time for uh, the Goliaths to come in, for the banks to foreclose, for people to you know, attack people's finances, you know, filing for bankruptcy. All these things are going to be at an all-time high uh, with the way that we are currently operating. It was already going to be that way. This just sped it up. That's all. All this is doing to the economy. If I'm looking at this from a, from a macro level, which I love to do, by the way, all this did was speed up the next ten years or the next five years. That's all we really. Do. It's, it's 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 almost like the twilight zone in a way. We're, we we it's what was going to happen in 2022, 23, maybe 20, 2024, what was going to happen then happened in, in a, in a week like that. And so now we fast forward it four years, but really we, we did it all in, in one swoop. And so here we are in 2020 and living a 2024 lifestyle. And they were predicting during, uh, when uh, Andrew Wang, Yang was running for president, he was predicting that uh, the black community would be wiped out by artificial intelligence. They were predicting that there would be no more jobs in the next 10, 15 years. And so, boom, it, it, if, you, if you haven't moved on digitally and started building things from a digital standpoint and, uh, and thinking internationally, then you're going to get swept away. So we have a question coming in from, uh, I believe it's Professor Rock, uh, if I'm saying that correctly. Would you have any solutions in mind? Okay, so would I have any solutions in mind for what, though? Because if we're going to get into this, this is gonna, hopefully this will be one of those classic episodes. We can go back, stamp the time. When you say, would, would we have any solutions in mind? This is a key because this is a lesson. This is a good thing to study. What is the root problem I'm solving? Because as you type back to me and let me know what it, what it is that you want me to solve, I want to explain myself. I, I asked that question because I, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter and Instagram and LinkedIn say that they are um, solution oriented. 
they're solution-based. They don't focus on problems. They only focus on solutions. You don't need to focus on the problems. You got to stay, you know, focus on the solutions. Here's my beef with that. And then hopefully by then you've answered uh, what you want me to solve. My beef with that is if you, if you want someone to solve something, they have to get to the root of that problem or the problem will always persist and people will be making off the problem existing. Some people are happy with the problems being there because they're, they've been able to uh, take the, the, the problem and pimp it to their, uh, to their satisfaction. And so no one really solves problems anymore. They just say they're solution-based and the solution isn't necessarily for the problem, it's for their pocketbooks. The solution isn't always necessary for the actual problem. The solution is for their, pro- uh, for their pocketbooks. So here's what we got from Professor Rock. Solution, the recession issue you're speaking of. Makes sense. Okay, so what is the solution for this sped up reality that we're living in? The solution is, first of all, if you are working for anyone else besides yourself, if you are working for anyone else besides yourself, this should be the biggest wake-up call in, in your life. You've been in a dream, my friend. You've been living in a dream, and you've been convinced that your employer will always be there for you, but your employer is not God. I'm not here to have a religious conversation with you. I'm just saying when mother nature took over your job, your employer could not control that. And so at the very least, if something like this were to happen again, you have to look at your job and realize that at any time they could, they could be wiped out by anything whether it be this or something else or something else, you must see this as an opportunity to go build your own. At the, at the very least, that's what this should be revealing, is how are you going to uh, weather this storm in the future? So how do you do that, right? What I would encourage you to do, and if you've been listening to the Black Equity Podcast, it's kind of hinted throughout all the episodes. Because on every episode, we're giving you different avenues of, of, of opportunities, of where, where's the game going? Because the, the game is the same. It, the game will always be the same. The question is, what side of the table are you going to be on? The game is always going to be the same. What side of the table are you on? And so what I am proposing, my friends, is where is the money coming from right now right now everything stopped where is the money where is the money right now that that's the question and i see you i request to be on the live video i'll get you in one moment the 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 real question is where's the money coming from now it's coming from uh, i've seen a couple of private sector companies out there saying we're donating a a million dollars uh to this So there's some private sector companies out there saying, we're going to put money into this. But overwhelmingly, the money's coming from the government. If I were uh, a betting man, I would say one of the best things you could do is figure out how how to work and partner with the government. Because if that's where the, when everything stops, where the money is always going to be is the government. It's showing you if we're playing, if we're playing Monopoly right now or whatever game you want to play, this is a, just a video game and everything stopped. 
and the only people holding the cars is the government, then I might want to partner with them in the future. When everything gets back in the swing of things, I might want to partner with the government. I might want to be a high-end consultant for the government. I might want to do some work with the government in some capacity, and not just this government, but governments in general. Because when the ish hits the fan, that's where the money's at. There's also some private sector companies out there that are uh, donating money. Most of those are uh, technology-based. I may want to go ahead and start my own software development company. I may want to, I want to maybe start developing software. We talked about AI and how AI is going to be taking all the jobs. Then maybe it's time to get into AI. If, if something is coming to take something away, then you've got to morph yourself into that thing. If AI is coming to take away jobs from the black community, then be AI. So we have someone who wanted to join in. Let's see if we're able to uh, let them in. Give me one moment. Let's see here. Let's see if this allows us to come in. Waiting for DFG Stickman. Let's see if we can bring my brother on the line. What's going on, brother? How are you doing? Good, good. So, so what's going on, brother? You wanted to join the conversation? You got something on your mind? What's on your mind? And, Yeah, what side of the table? What side of the table are you going to be on? I'm going to be on the indigenous side of the fence. Okay, the indigenous where, side. To where uh, none of this governmental experiment affects my empire. What you know? What you know about the Moors? Teach me, brother. Teach me. I've, I've obviously heard of the Moors, but teach me about. Teach me what you know. What should I know about the Moors? Well, you can go outside. You can go outside. At, at, at your own expense. Right. Because if they say it's quarantine, you can't leave your house. Okay. Because you're up under their jurisdiction and they have the authority over you. Okay. The, what you know about the IRS manual? Teach me, brother. Where you from, my guy? I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. Teach me. I've heard the name. I know they got a temple down there, don't they? I'm not sure. Bro, we so far behind as a people. And when I say a people, I mean a people. Gotcha. You know what I'm about? Yes, sir. Ain't nothing that you think that you are witnessing right now really what you're witnessing. Okay. 
a whole different agenda. It's the 2020 census too, right? Correct. So they know how many people they got. They know how many of these citizens are here in exact number. Correct. I don't think they got to the census yet, but they're they're about to start the census, yes. The census is to keep account, correct? Yes. That's correct. Okay. So if the, if the census is to keep account, what are y'all counting though? What are y'all counting? They're citizens. You're three fifths of a human being. Did you know that? I, I I'm aware that they did say that before, yes. Uh, I believe the birth certificate. Okay. You 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 are what they consider chattel property. Okay, I I can I can see that. So why would you want to consider doing business with people who look at you as if you're not even you? Well, let me ask you this: So who, who? What would you do? What would be your solution then? If I'm wrong, what is the solution? Okay. You can't, be wrong about, you can't be wrong about something you know nothing about. Okay. You know I mean? what, what is the solution? Me and my brother were talking about that the other day. The only solution is to transfer energy. In order for something new to begin, the old has to disappear. Correct? The American dollar is crashing. The stock market is crashing. the question but uh no if i can print my own money and i'm able to use that money uh and other people are willing to accept that money then i have unlimited cash flow When you say we all, who are we talking about? You believe that all people that look like you and I are in debt? I can see that. You feel me? None of this shit really exists. Okay. Black equity, black equity network. What is that? Is that not an entity? That it is. The United States government. Is that not an entity? It, it could be viewed that way, yes. The United States. Is it not a corporation? 
I could I could see it as a corporation, yes. Everything is business. Okay. And so I guess my question is if not working with the government, which is something I proposed, and which you're you're more than welcome to disagree with that or not not see that as an option. What is an, uh, a viable option for the people who are listening on the podcast? And of course you're on IG live. What is a viable option? Uh, he who controls the land. Let me say this. He who controls the land controls the resources. He who controls the resources controls the people. So it's self-explanatory. Go back to what you honor. Honor thy mother, honor thy father, thy day shall be long. Well, at the beginning, our people lived off of the land. Why you think they took all of the land, bro? That's why they took everything from us, brother. So we wouldn't have nothing. And we lost contact with nature. Everybody's going hysterical about, oh, there's no food. There's no toilet tissue. There's, we need hand sanitizer. That's the least of your concerns. You heard of martial law? Yes. You know the U.S. bought like six million family-sized coffins. I did not know that. Did you? What are those coffins for? I. I, I PC. PC. Population control. Okay, I can see that. Bro, this this it's on a whole different level. So when you take, what do I suggest? I suggest that you take back what you take back what's yours. This is the this is the thing like that. I be going back and forth with my people. Like they say that the pen is mightier than the sword. Like if you was to punch Bill Gates in the face, what do you think he's gonna do? Uh, sue you. Sue you, I would assume. Can you hear me? Correct, my good man. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. I said correct. Correct, sir. You put your hands on him, he's going to sue you. So when you get to playing their game, right, it's all about paperwork. So the pen is mightier than the sword. The pen between the pen and the violence is what made us three-fifths of a human. I don't see the pen winning back anything. Every time I see somebody sue somebody, you may win a couple of Federal Reserve notes. Mind you, you All right, I'm not hearing anything. Uh I'm not hearing anything on there, uh, DFG. So DFG raises a good point um, as far as working with the government and them may not necessarily uh, being on our side. I still disagree, and here's why. One of the highest uh, areas where you can actually build wealth, if you look at the 680 something billionaires out there, one of the ongoing things that you notice is through private equity, 
It's through uh, acquisitions and it is through uh, public equity. So that's what like stock market and then also acquiring public companies. So I would argue, and although everything DFG, I believe his name was DFG, everything he's saying is more than likely true that they don't love us. They don't care about us. Population control. Uh, they are our enemy. All that can be true. All that can be true. Uh, my take is uh, my enemies become my footstool. My enemies become my footstool. Just because I'm partnering with someone doesn't mean I love them. Doesn't mean that they're my best friend. My enemies become my footstool. I believe that if you understand the game of, of government contracting and can work with the government, government contracting, give them something of value, they're going to pay you handsomely for that. I know that because I, I studied it. My master's uh, in business is in acquisitions. And a lot of what the acquisition coursework is talking about is government contracts, acquiring private equity, public equity. And so that's where the idea of black equity comes from. So when someone earlier asked, well, what do we do, right? Well, what, is, what do you propose? I propose a lot similar to what Brother DFG is saying, actually. I propose having your own. Having your own. Pro Professor Rock is saying that goes for any business. What goes for any business? What are you referring, referring to, Professor Rock? So what I propose is, yeah, have your own. Have your own universe that you're creating. So when this happens, you notice that people were saying when the NBA went out, um, when the NBA suspended, they were saying, well, the billionaires should be paying for those salaries of those workers. No one ever questioned if the billionaires had enough money to to take care of their stuff. They just said, well, they're billionaires. So that means they, in their own space, in their own world, they're able to handle things that others can't. Now, DFG raised a good point. He said, well, okay, you got money. What is money gonna do if you can't go outside? That's a good point. But what if I told you, this is just, just something, this is just something I've been thinking about. I don't think this, I, I, I'm not trying to downplay it. I just don't know if this virus is, a, as, is affecting as many people as we're, we're meant to believe. Like, of course it is impacting people. Of course they're getting sick. Of course people are, there, there have been people who passed away and have died. Of course all this is true. I don't know if it's to the extent where you can't go outside and go do things and operate uh, operate your business and, and, and move about. Of course, they're, you know, cutting down the borders and, and flying, you know, you can't fly in and out of places. So it is cutting down something. But I don't know if it's cut down things to the point where you can't do anything. Not yet, anyway. Uh, Professor Rock, I was referring to a point you were making about the government paying so handsomely for bringing something of value to the table. Yes. But the only reason why I say the government, that, that is true. So the reason why I'm saying get that from the government instead of from another company is, well, you know, the stock market has gone down. We, we noticed that these companies are kind of freezing assets. CEOs are leaving left and right. Who knows what the real reason for that is? That's a whole nother episode. But the government got the money because they're printing it. Like you said, 
And if that's where the money's going to come, well, it's time to stack up. And I'm not talking about doing that only during a coronavirus situation. I'm saying doing that when things get back to normal, doing that so you can stack up, build your own world, so then you could be that billionaire or whatever, multimillionaire. So when things hit the fan, maybe you don't go anywhere, but you're still able to be self-sufficient. Now, that means, like DFG was saying, you're going to have to have your own land. You're going to have to be able to produce for yourself. You're, you're, You're going to have to be able to have the things in place. But how do you have those things in place unless you have the necessary capital to put that in place, to build that world for yourself? How else are you going to do that? If the money... if, if we're playing t- play attention to the game right now, the news reports, all the different stuff, if the money is in the government and they're not giving out reparations anytime soon, as far as we know, they got $2 trillion just flying around, right? They just, they just decide $2 trillion, this is what we're going to do. They got $2 trillion flying around. Does this camera flip? Okay. They got $2 trillion flying. Why would I not partner with them and be one of these contractors with them, win a couple multi-million dollar contracts, take that money, create jobs in my community. And so when things happen, I'm on the other side of the table deciding who, what, what happens. I'm the decision maker now instead of someone else making the decisions for me. So I, this is just something to think about. Um, I'm going to post this uh, episode on the Black Equity Podcast. You can listen to it on Spotify, listen to it on um, uh, Apple iTunes. We had an entire conversation today about the stimulus package. How does it affect Black uh, the community? Um, this is this is a very fruitful, fruitful, fruitful conversation, and I look forward to continuing this in the next couple of days because as these uh, news reports come out. I'm going to co- come back on here and figure out well, what are they really saying? Um, but thank you so much, DFG, for coming on today. Professor Rock for contributing. Um, a couple other people contributing as well, going back and, and looking. Um, I want to make sure I shout out everybody. Uh, how do you make sense and sense of this in the quarantine? Job Belize, thank you for your, your question. Um, so, yes, thank you, everybody, who came on here. I am Don Cherise. What's up? Oh, Love on Purpose. Thank you as well for your question uh, earlier as well. So thank you, for everybody, for tuning in today on the IG Live for Black Equity Network. We'll keep the live up for 24 hours, and we will post this on the podcast uh, for the rest of the world to listen to. I'm DJ Motree of the Black Equity Podcast. This has been a really great uh, conversation, but we're not done. This is just the beginning of a, a bigger conversation of what do you do now? Now that the game is shifting, where do you go?